You're listening to Hot Mess to Success Podcast, episode 38. When Laura and I first started this project, we were fortunate enough to have stumbled upon the best free podcast course around. We were blown away by the detail and guidance. One of these teachers was this amazing girl named Kate. She was always so helpful and supportive. A few months after we started to learn from Kate, we actually got to meet her in person. I can remember Laura saying, we're going to get her on our podcast. So what did we do? We asked. The worst she could have said was no, but she didn't. And without going total fangirl in this intro already, we could not be more excited to share her with you. Not only has she been a podcaster for over five years, she leads one of the biggest and best podcasting communities on Facebook, and she just started a new podcast that everyone needs in their life. So turn up the volume, pour a cup of happy coffee, and get ready to find out how you can ditch busy and kick ass in life and biz. You're listening to the Hot Mess to Success Podcast where we firmly believe that you can make your dreams a reality no matter what life throws at you. Besties in Biz, Amanda and Laura will encourage you to embrace your hot messes, own your message, and empower you to kick ass in life and business. It's time to learn from the experts. Listen in on raw and real conversations. Hear hot tips and tricks that helped others overcome the challenges and struggles of being an entrepreneur. Are you ready to dig in, get a little dirty, do the work, and tackle your biggest hot messes so you can enjoy ultimate success? If so, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, mentors, coffee mug collectors, mother hustlers, and taco lovers, Amanda Belkazar and Laura Host. Do you want to make money online, but you don't know where to start? Do you feel overwhelmed with all the things? All the shiny objects, everything that's out there, everything that people are telling you to do. Listen, girl, same. I hear you. I was right there with you. But thankfully, I was introduced to some of the best marketing secrets on how to grow your business online. And that was a huge turning point for me. So because of that, I feel compelled to shout it from the rooftops. Okay, I won't really shout it but it might sound like a broken record for a while. The good news is that you can get your hands on these secrets for free. Just pay shipping and handling. I mean it, literally. Get the underground playbook that will totally reframe how you look at doing business online. It was a turning point for me, and I know it will be for you too. Go to hotmestosuccess.com slash book to claim your copy today and now I got it going. That's amazing. I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we'll start. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Okay. We are recording now. So, okay. I think like Laura and I are like two little giddy schoolgirls right now um, because we have, oh my gosh, somebody. So we're so crazy, crazy excited. We've actually been waiting for a while. So we have Miss Kate Erickson on with us. And it's kind of funny because 
like total like girl crush, really. I mean, this has been, <laughs> you know, she's, she might not know all of this. So you guys give a little bit of grace. She's probably like frolicking. Give her some grace. <laughs> I know, like, totally. Podcasting queen over here. So when Laura and I first got it started, again, when we were even going to do a podcast, we, uh, it, the reason why it came about was because we stumbled upon um, your guys's free course and we started looking at it and it was fire. Like it was incredible. I'm just like, this is everything that we need to do. Like I know nothing about podcasting. They just handed over everything that we need to do rock on. So we did that. We joined podcast paradise and you guys in that group are so crazy. Awesome. And so you guys, I want you to know, so there is Kate Erickson and JLD that run Entrepreneur on Fire, right? So years ago, you can give a little bit of the backstory, but you guys started that and you guys are basically like the podcasting royalty, you know, <laughs> the ins and outs of all of it. You guys have been doing it forever. You're so well-versed in everything podcasting and you guys, you and your group are our go-to for all the things. So thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so honored to hear all of that. Thank you guys so much. That's just like seriously what we strive for. And when we create this content and, you know, like you said, I mean, I've been living podcasting for like the last seven years. So thank you. I'm, I'm really, truly appreciative of the kind words. Oh, Laura, I don't know if your, your mic is on. I can't hear you, girl. Oops. I was turning oh, off. <laughs> okay. See, so see why? You because the UPS... Checkers. The UPS guy was coming and I was like, my dog is going to start barking. So I was going to like mute myself secretly. See what my secret move. <laughs> when you started podcasting. Okay. So, okay. I don't want to ask that question yet. I actually, when we went to podcast movement in August in Orlando, we had literally just launched our podcast on August 1st. And then we're obviously part of paradise and John and Kate's group. And we get invited to this like private party and we're feeling like so awesome. We're like, we get to go to this private party. And then you see you and John and then like, <laughs> oh my gosh, there they are. Oh my gosh. Like we got to go get pictures with them. We got to go say hi. Like, let's talk to them. What if Amanda, like, let's set this goal. Like what if she would be on our show one day, you, you know, like, this and I'm like, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we're two right weeks now. old into this, right? Like, <laughs> You guys oh, are amazing. Story. Like, I totally remember being at the meetup and seeing you guys. I'm like, get over here. You better be giving me a hug right now. Like, uh, it was the full circle. Thing. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. And there, this is, you know, what's funny. And again, totally appreciate you coming on because we, this show was actually pretty much born out of that entire concept of what we just talked about. Okay. Of us aspiring to do something that we think is incredible, like starting a podcast and being able to share an impact with, with people. However, we see all these people that are doing it right. Like, so, so you and John have this massive empire. And so it's not necessarily about comparing. It's about being able to visualize yourself as what you aspire to be. And then it's like, you look at all the things and everything you guys are doing. You, like I said, we're like starstruck. Right. And then you go to an event and you meet somebody and you're like, they're a real person. They're down to earth. They're really nice. They're not all that different from me. Like maybe I can do it. And like, truly that is the premise of this podcast. That was kind of what it was born from because we wanted people to be able to see, it doesn't have to be the hot messes per se, but 
I feel like anytime I'd go to an event, that was the type of, um, I guess closing the gap a little bit that I would have the opportunity to experience. And I know that not everybody has the opportunity to go to all of these different events and experience those things. And it can be really defeating. So I was like, you know what, if people could listen in on this and hear like, you know, how real these people are and authentic and they have, you know, real struggles and all of these things, um, maybe we can help them a little bit to be able to, you know, diminish that gap between where they are and, you know, where they aspire to be with the people that they follow that are influencing in these awesome spaces. So thank you for being so welcoming and kind and again, hopping on with us. So <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, when you guys asked me to be on, I'm like, yes, I would love to be on. <laughs> and but I was like, I, and I don't even have to like go over any of the equipment stuff because she has everything <laughs> that we need. <laughs> Yay. In the bag. Yeah. Right. So you guys, I want you guys to know too, um, it was, it's very cool. So Kate, I do want to talk about your newest venture per se, because you are doing now a solo podcast, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm super excited. I just launched a couple weeks ago. Um, and I've been podcasting for a long time, but I've been podcasting about our business. And so on my uh, original podcast, which I called Kate's Take, it was really a behind the scenes of running a seven figure business because that's what I do in our business. I do all the stuff that nobody ever sees. And you guys know, I mean, John and I are super transparent about our business, our income, our expenses, like how we do what we do. We want to share it all. And so I thought, why not take podcasting as a way to share that with people and just give people a behind the scenes look? Loved that podcast podcast. It was amazing. I did it for five years and I absolutely loved every minute of it. Like it was so much of a personal growth experience for me and just like so many awesome things came from it. And one night I was laying in bed and I'm like, I, gosh, I feel like I hear so much how overwhelmed people are and how they wish that they were like maybe just a little bit better with time management so that they didn't end their days feeling like they had more on their to-do list than what they started with. And like, oh my gosh, I said yes to another thing. And like, I don't even have time for it. I really wish I wouldn't have said yes to that. And like all these like little bits from people, I'm like, what if I could help people ditch busy? And I was just like, oh my gosh, I have to start the podcast. <laughs> so I, I started a podcast called Ditch Busy to try and help people take back control of their time, make overwhelm a thing of the past. And I'm loving it. I'm just like, I'm having so much fun sharing it because that is like my wheelhouse. I love time management. I geek out on that kind of stuff. And if that can help other people, like, you know, just like you guys said, you started this podcast to try and help other people see like, you don't have to be afraid of going out and, and doing the things that light you up. You know, it doesn't matter if they're like, you know, Tony Robbins and like, and you know, all these people that you're like, oh no, 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 they're like way too far out there, but that doesn't mean you can't start. Like, and so that was kind of it for me too. I'm like, people don't have to be professional time management, like people, but they can still manage their time effectively. Absolutely. I love that. And that's one of the things that I always, Amanda and I have been almost like just sharing that so often over the last couple of weeks about, um, 
being so busy and overwhelmed and like planning our day is getting up at 5 a.m. Just some of these little things, you know, to like, even as a mom, like setting out my kids' clothes ahead of time, meal prepping, all these fun little things that I'm just really, I mean, I knew about them, but once you actually implement them into your life, it's a game changer. It's, it's so awesome. So I'm so excited to listen to your awesome new podcast. Are you doing it like solo with your own tips and ideas? Are you bringing guests on or what's your plan? Solo with my own tips and ideas. Awesome. Yeah. That makes it so much easier, doesn't it? To like podcast from anywhere, travel, do whatever. (laughs) You know what? I've always kind of been like a solo podcast type of girl. I love getting on interviews with other people. Like I have so much fun doing it, but thinking of running my own show as an interview-based show like that, it just it just doesn't feel right for me. And I think of like all, you know, there it's, it's the same on either side, right? I don't want to say pros and cons, but there are definitely both sides to like coming up with your own con- content. It takes a lot of time because it's literally just you, yeah. but with a guest, like, you know, you have help with that content, but you also have to find the guest and book the guest. And like, so there, there's two sides to the coin, of course, but, um, I love hopping on the mic by myself. I get to plan it out how I, how I want. And, you know, I'm not really like bound by anybody else's schedule, which is always to me, it feels right. How many episodes are you publishing? Are you publishing weekly or twice per week? Awesome. Very I fun. might go I to three wait. times per week. I might like try and start sneaking in Q and A episodes to like involve the audience more because I don't know, maybe like with a topic based show, I definitely want my audience to feel a part of it. So maybe if I throw in like a third Q and A episode, I haven't quite decided yet. That's I, kind I of what we that. did. We, oh, we were doing twice a week. We went down to once a week and then we took that kind of extra time and we're doing Facebook live so we could actually interact nice. with people because we mm-hmm. felt like our podcast, you're kind of just speaking to them and hoping they listen. We're at least Facebook live. We can almost like interact with them and then send them to the podcast. And so we publish on Tuesday and then Facebook live on Wednesday to promote the you know, podcast that published the day before. So I love that. How's it going? Are your guys' lives like, are you loving them? Yes, it's fun. All right, everyone. So we are having some technical difficulties. That's what happens in podcast world sometimes. So Amanda's going to technically be MIA. She's watching, she's waving, she's going to use the chat feature if she has any questions that she wants to um, ask Kate. And I'm going to ask her for her so that we can continue to include Amanda because Amanda has such amazing insight. I don't want to miss all of her awesome questions that she has to ask. So use the chat feature in our awesome Zoom box here. So we're back. We're live. <laughs> and Kate, we were talking about um, JLD and he re- po- like records multiple episodes of his podcast because you guys have Entrepreneurs on Fire um, podcast, which is a daily podcast, which is such a huge commitment. So tell us, how do you manage a daily podcast and how many times does he record a month and so forth? Yeah. So he has it set up now to where, so we were daily for um, the first 2000 episodes. And then April of last year, we hit 2000 and we went to three times per week. So we've kind of stepped back on the producing a little bit, but when he was doing daily, he was doing like 14 interviews in a day and he would literally just go back to back to back to back to back. He got so good at editing his episodes and he is still still so good at editing them that he would not only like do 14 interviews, but then he'd finish his 14 interviews and he'd edit all of them. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Like That's fire. A, oh, that is straight fire for sure. So I have probably gotten to the point where I'll do four interviews in a day, but I feel like by then, like I'm, I'm just maxed. Like that's my limit right now. Um, so, but now that we're doing three times per week on the podcast, he's doing more like seven a day. Um, so he's rocking out seven interviews, getting to edit all of them. And then, so so he's really recording like maybe one one day, sometimes two days a month. And that's giving us all of our content for the podcast, which is amazing because then he gets to focus his attention, his creativity, his like vision in other areas of the business. That is so cool. You guys have Podcast Paradise, which Amanda and I absolutely love. And so the last couple episodes, we did an episode probably a few ago that you guys can um, tune into that was just all about podcasting. And we talked about Podcast Paradise and all the amazing support and love that you guys get there. The, in the creation of that, it's just so cool because it gives all the tools and resources for anyone who may want to start their own podcast. And so one of my questions is you had Kate's take and now you have Ditch Busy, right? Your mm -hmm. podcast. Are you done with Kate's Take? I am done. I've faced it out. So how did you feel about that? Was it like emotional? Like I can't imagine like having to face something out, even though you're starting something new. Like you, it's your baby, right? Like how, how was and, that? And it was my baby. Like again, I started that podcast to overcome like so many limiting beliefs I had around putting my voice out there and teaching people and like so many fears. and when I launched that, I was able to bust through so many of those limiting beliefs. So like, not only was it my baby and that I started a podcast and that I was doing this, but like what the podcast did to help me grow, it got me, it started getting me speaking engagements, um, the connections I made because of the podcast, like so many different things that the podcast did for me. So it was insanely hard for me to do that. And my listeners know who've been with me since the very beginning. I mean, this isn't the first time I've kind of like toyed with the idea of phasing out the podcast just because we got to a point in our business at one point where we were launching like multiple products at the same time and running our communities. And like, it was just too much. I couldn't keep up with it. And unfortunately my podcast was kind of like on the chopping block a lot of times. And yeah, it was, it was very difficult, but I think what eased the transition is the fact that I have somewhere to bring people with me. So it wasn't like I'm shutting down Kate's take and like, you're never going to hear from me again. It was like, Kate's take is phasing out, but I would love for you to join me on Ditch Busy, which was actually a really amazing like initial momentum of a marketing push for me to be able to, you know, tell people to check out the new podcast versus like starting with zero listeners. So, you know, that was a huge benefit there as well. That is awesome. So how'd you get over your fears and things like that? Do you do like books, personal development? What's your favorite thing to do? Books for sure. I mean, I'm definitely a big reader. I read every night before I go to bed, but that is actually like, if I'm being honest, maybe like a page and then I fall asleep. But I do love reading books. I love consuming that type of content. And I mean, like Secrets of the Millionaire Mind was huge for me. Um, so like definitely a lot of um, You Are a Badass um, by Jen Sincero, like a lot of books like that have really helped me get over big humps. But what's even more so than that is my support system. Being in masterminds, having accountability partners, John is such like a huge support for me. I have a lot of like really great girlfriends who are also entrepreneurs running businesses with their significant others. So having 
people that I know I can go to for support and I could go to to talk about struggles and and like they get me like that's so huge you guys know that you know the power of like having a community yeah. around you and that has been absolutely like the number one in helping me get over like really really things that I was like no I can't do that and like people rallying around me and being like no you can <laughs> are you ready to take your business to the next level do you need a step-by-step -step guide on how to dominate the online marketing game? Do you think you have what it takes to rise up to the challenge? Of course you do, or else you wouldn't be listening to this kick-ass podcast. Laura and I mention the One Funnel Away Challenge on our podcast pretty regularly. That's because you got to give credit where credit is due. The idea for this project was created through that amazing 30-day crash course into high-level marketing foundations and strategies. Oh, and it's only $100. It's pure insanity. I'm not kidding. This challenge was better than the marketing classes that I took in college. A new challenge is going to start very soon, so don't be left in the dust. Go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash OFA to see all that is included. It's going to blow your mind. How do you and John balance working together. It's always one of those things like, oh, I, you know, now being single and stuff, finding somebody, would I want to find somebody that's like an entrepreneur that's going to run with me and work with me or somebody who's the total opposite who just wants to support me, but is doing his own thing. And so I admire John and Amanda so much because they work together and they have an amazing structure and organization in that. And I know every couple kind of does it differently, but do you guys have any little secrets? Do you have different office time or do you actually work in the same office together at home? We've been through so many like crazy transitions with how we work <laughs> together, just like in terms of physical space. So when we first started working together, we literally had a one bedroom apartment with like this dark little hole of a living room. And we had a really long desk that we both sat at side by side. And it was so challenging. Like, imagine an interview day and I was, I couldn't be in the apartment on interview days because no matter where I was, the apartment was so small that like I would have been a distraction or like making too much, much noise. And that was back when he was doing daily. So like two days a week, pretty much, I was basically like off to a cafe for like 12 hours, which was, <laughs> I like learned to live in cafes at that point. Um, but just in terms of like working together and making that work with our relationship, we just have like such hardcore boundaries. And we have from the very start, like we agreed, and I'm sure Amanda is like, I'm sure you and John have it as well, is like, you've got to have those boundaries and like a time when work stops because otherwise work will always just keep going and then you miss out on like the personal side of the relationship. So like for John and I, when I start cooking dinner, like work is off. We're not going to talk about work. We're not going to brainstorm ideas. We're not going to troubleshoot issues. Like we're going to hang out, have dinner, watch like a mindless TV show or like have a great chat or go out with with friends to dinner or whatever it might be. And then during the day, like that's when we're on business, you know, whatever, unless we have other plans, but we're just really good at setting boundaries and 110% open communication at all times. I love that. So what is, what is your history? Um, Kate, so like you're living in Puerto Rico now, which is like the dream life paradise. Oh my gosh. I'm so incredibly jealous in a nice, happy way, like of your awesome life, like goal, hashtag goals, hashtag inspiration. Right. <laughs> but the big question is like, 
you were not always, you know, this super successful. You started somewhere. Like I always tell people, you have to just start mm -hmm. somewhere, right? So where did you grow up? I grew stuff? up in San Diego, California. Um, like f I feel so much love for that place. That That's where my entire family still is. And when I say entire family, I have a very small family. So it's not like you know, 30 people or anything. It's literally my mom, my dad, my sister, and my brother-in-law. Um, but I, mm -hmm. I love being able to call that home. I go back probably once a quarter, which is the beautiful thing about living here in Puerto Rico and having like that location independent business is I go home once a quarter. I get to see my family all the time, which I absolutely love. Um, so yeah, I grew up in San Diego to answer your question. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so fun. And where's Maine. John from? Yeah. Okay. So that like, is so cool. You guys have the coolest love story. See, I am a sucker uh, for love stories. So when you posted you and John kissing on Facebook the other day, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I just love love I stories. Still, like, I it's so fantastic. Oh. Sorry. No. Uh, poor Amanda. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we literally like, there's no reason that John and I ever should have met. I mean, we literally were brought up on opposite sides of the country and opposite corners of the United States. It's really amazing. And, and that's why I was just like, when John and I met and like how our relationship started, it was just like, okay, this is meant to be. And like, I honestly believe that. So yeah, I mean, we've just had like, We've had so much fun together too. When we first met, we were friends for like over a year. And um, you saw on the Facebook post that I posted, I was very hesitant to post a picture of us kissing. I'm like, am I crossing a line here? But like, I wanted people to know that I was like coming at it from like a very, you know, like open, vulnerable place of like, it's not a typical picture that I would have posted. But I mean, that's just like, that was us. That's us. But you know what? People love that. I think that's the same with our whole hot mess to success theme. People like to know that people really do struggle, but you can still have success in life. Like not everything is just roses and rainbows all the time. Just like social media, people love when you let them into your personal life a little bit. Like, oh my gosh, a kissing picture. Like, I love that. Like, I'm like, yay. Totally. <laughs> like that's totally, that's totally fantastic. So Back to your podcast, because I want to learn a little bit more about your Ditch Busy um, podcast, because I think so many people are going to benefit from this and have so much fun listening to your awesome new podcast, which will be fantastic. Um, so tell us, what are some amazing tips that you've already given away? Give them a sneak peek of what they're going to be able to learn on your podcast. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I've only published about six episodes so far at the time that, that we're all chatting. Um, one of the episodes that's published that I've gotten loads of great feedback on is the premature yes. And I kind of mentioned it earlier when we were chatting because it's been such a big struggle for me. It's like I get so overly excited. I'm very supportive. Like I love helping people and, you know, I want to just, I want to say yes to everything. Um, and it can be really tough when, you know, you get opportunities and you immediately want to say yes, whether it's because you want to help someone or whether you think like, well, I have to say yes to everything to make whatever I'm doing a success. If I say no, then I'm going to miss out on X, Y, and Z. And, you know, we come up with all these excuses as to why we should say yes to everything. So I did this entire episode on the premature yes and talked about how it's actually super empowering and that you should absolutely embrace the no. 
And I kind of went into a few different examples of like how you can approach situations like that. So one of the things that I talked about was kind of like a little mini script. If somebody presents you with an opportunity, the best thing you can do is say, thank you so much. I'm super honored by this. It sounds like a really great opportunity. I just want to make sure that it's aligned and that I'm able to give it a hundred percent. I would just want to check with my scheduler, like look at my calendar, and then I'll get back to you within a couple of days. And even just giving yourself that space while still being super gracious about the opportunity that you've received gives you time to like really evaluate, okay, one, is this aligned with my goals? Like, Everybody should be working towards some type of goal, whether it's one goal, one huge goal, lots of mini goals. And when you know your goals and you can see them so clearly, it makes it very easy for you to know whether or not you should be saying yes or no to an opportunity. Because like, I could receive an amazing opportunity to fly to Japan and speak on a stage about podcasting. But right now that would be so unaligned with my goals in terms of like, I don't want to be on the road that long. Um, you know, I, right now my biggest reach and, and, and impact can be made right here in my office on a microphone, like to an audience virtually. So like I, that's what, that's what I dive into. in these episodes is like the idea of actually saying no to something and how you can kind of evaluate opportunities and still feel so empowered. Cause like, I know you guys have both experienced it. Like you've had an opportunity that you've ended up saying no to. And after you said no, you're like, well, that actually felt amazing. <laughs> Because right. like, because you're taking it's control so of your time, and like, when you feel in control of your time, like, there's not much that's better than that. I think so too, and I think as busy moms, especially, we are trying to. I see parents a lot, um, putting their kids like you know they're running seven days a week to sports and athletics and all of this stuff, and then I. Recently, um, I don't know if there was somebody on our podcast or something I saw on social media, but it was a, um, actually it was a friend of mine when I was talking to her on the phone, she was telling me, she's like, we quit doing the Kool-Aid sports, the things that, you know, you have to be there five days a week. It was more like, um, you know, like drinking the Kool-Aid and having to like, you know, so much dedication to these things and really deciding like our evenings were so precious to us because really our kids are gone all day long. And then we only get to see them in the evenings. And then they're at sports half the time and this and that. But I see these parents just frazzled out of their minds thinking their life is mass chaos because they go from working 40 hours to, you know, a week to adding on all of this kid time and running, running, running. So I even was thinking that the other day when I want to volunteer for everything and do everything at the school that I can. And just stepping back and saying, not mm -hmm. this time, maybe next time, but thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for thinking of me. I appreciate it. It's actually totally it's freeing. so freeing. And you know what? So many times too, like the person on the other end, if, if they're like in the right space and offering it in the right way and receiving it in the right way, like they'll even respect you more because you're respecting your time. And that's like says a lot about somebody that they're not just going to overstretch themselves. And like when you're saying yes to an opportunity, like, I mean, for me, like I want to show up and I want to show up 110% and I'm not going to like, you know, be kind of like half there and half not there. And so if I can't be there 110%, like I'm not going to say yes. 
Exactly. And I think busy, busy, busy. We live in this McDonald type society where everything has to be so quick, so fast. Everyone has to be on the run, on the go. And then we're setting that example to our kids too. They're just seeing us run like chickens with our heads cut off. And then my patients run thin, <laughs> which does not make me a good mom, right? Like, And so I'm like, I need to set some priorities here. So I'm a lot nicer than when I have more time to relax and get organized and everything. So I'm so excited for the tips from your podcast because I am like 100% about this in 2020 with getting organized, getting things in place, prioritizing. This is one thing we learned, like knowing who you serve and what your mm -hmm. goals are, right? Like that if it doesn't align with what my future goals are and what I'm, who I'm serving, then say mm -hmm. no. Right. And so that has been so helpful too. And even with my daughter, I'm asking her like, what is a priority to her in her life? What's important to her? Do you want to do another dance session or would you choose to do gymnastics? You know, like literally instilling this in her at six years old, like her making those choices is which I think well. is great. Like that, that's actually an episode that dropped today is um, figuring out what your priority is. And I read this super interesting um, thing. I don't know if you guys have read the book Essentialism by Greg McEwen. Oh my gosh. Change, nope. uh, like change my life. I've read it. I'm reading it again right now. I've probably read it seven or eight times now. It's such an amazing book. And in it, in the beginning, he kind of sets the stage by talking about how like the word priorities as a plural didn't even exist until like however many years ago, because it literally goes against the definition of what the word priority means. There cannot be multiples of them because your priority is your one most important thing. Yet we've you know, created this society where people think that five things should be their priorities. And like, it doesn't work that way because you can't have five most important things. And so it's just like so interesting. And I struggled with this just yesterday. I thought I was going to have like this amazing work day and this open schedule. And I was going to dive into all this deep work. And I had my priority. My priority was scripting out my podcast and looking over an outline. And then I was like, oh, um, I need to go grocery shopping. And I looked at my schedule for the rest of the week. Like yesterday was literally the only time I could go grocery shopping. So then I had to reprioritize. Like it became like, am I going to work on my podcast or am I going to buy groceries so that we can have food? And like, obviously <laughs> I chose groceries. Like, <laughs> and so right, then it became right. an exercise. But like, this is what I don't think a lot of people think is they get like so frazzled when something like that happens and life doesn't go as planned that they're just like, throw their hands up and are like, oh, it's okay. It's over. like, it's not going to work. I didn't get done what I was supposed to. I'm a terrible person. I don't have any time management skills. Like I'm, I'm so horrible. Now I'm at the grocery store. I'm never going to get my stuff done, but it's not about that. It's about saying, okay, I reprioritize. I decided to go to the grocery store instead of script my episodes. Now I need to, when I get back and I have like that next space of time, I need to reprioritize. Like, is scripting my episodes still the most important thing given that I had to shift my priorities earlier? Or do I need to reprioritize and look at what else on my list? Maybe something else is my priority now. And so it's just a simple exercise in re constantly reprioritizing so that you feel great about what you're working on or what you're doing or who you're with. 
I love that. I love that because so often I put the whole meal planning thing last and it needs to be first <laughs> like that, that is like getting the groceries and, and making healthy meals now, um, which is so awesome. Um, another question I have is as far as doing that as prioritizing stuff, what is your favorite way to do that? Do you use like a paper calendar? Do you use it on your cell phone? Do you have a combination? Yeah. Of both? So I use a program called Asana, A-S-A-N-A. And it's like a task management tool. Have you guys used this? We use Trello, but we've okay. used Asana too. We love Trello. Yeah, very similar. So I literally use Asana for everything. I have my grocery list in Asana. I assign tasks myself in Asana. I work with my team in Asana. So like I'll literally put in Asana anything as small as like remember to follow up with Amanda and Laura or I'll put in there, um, you know, my grocery list for Costco. Um, so I use it literally across the board and they have a great like mobile app too. So no matter where I am, I can hop in, assign myself a task, give it a due date. So it's like a great reminder. And then I just let that be my guide. So like tomorrow morning when I start work, the very first thing I'm going to do is open Asana and sort it by due date. And I know exactly what I have to work on. I'm not guessing or getting stuck in projects or black holes that like mean nothing to my actual goals for the day. I'm just looking at the tasks that I have assigned to myself and the order of priority that I've given them. Awesome. I'm going to put all of this stuff in the show notes, you guys. So I'm going to, I'll put a link in there for Asana. I'll put a link in there for your podcast, which is yeah. so awesome. And JLD's podcast. So everyone can tune in and hear from you guys but we're going to have a direct link. It'll just be hotmesstosuccess.com slash Kate, because we haven't had a Kate on the show yet. So you get the official Kate tag, K-A-T-E. So you'll be able to find everything you guys want to know here. Any last words, Kate, of inspiration that you'd leave, like to leave with our listeners about ditching busy or anything else fantastic? Yeah. I mean, just that like, no matter where you feel like you're at on a time management, like scale right now, like maybe you feel like you're not great at it. Maybe you feel like you would love to be good at it, but you're just not quite there yet. Like you can change that. It's up to you to choose what your relationship with time management is. And I would love to be a resource for anybody who's looking to do that. Awesome. Well, we're excited to have our listeners listen to you because we love organization and we'll be sending people to your podcast to listen and learn all those new tips and tricks so that they can have some more peace and not let time rule their life, but actually, you know, be able to manage themselves in their own time, which will be fantastic. So thank you so much. So they can ditch the busy and find your awesome new podcast. And they'll find that at hotmesstosuccess.com slash Kate. Thank you so much again, Kate, for being on today. Thank you. And guys. Amanda says goodbye. She's waving. She wishes her audio is working. So much love from Amanda. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. Bye. Hey friends, thanks for listening today. Always remember, you are not alone. You are highly favored and greatly blessed and you have everything inside of you to kick ass in life and business. Now it's time to take action and own it.